Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cup of St. Joe, where we serve you an espresso shot of devotion and teaching about St. Joseph during the year of St. Joseph. Today, we have Alexis Walkenstein, who is joining me. Not only is she an Emmy Award-winning journalist, but she also is the author of a book called Fulton J. Sheen, Ex Libris, from Pauline, from Pauline Books and Media. And this book about Fulton Sheen is just an, anal an anthology of all these different writings uh, of Fulton Sheen kind of drawing some of the great wealth and wisdom. Lots of people remember Fulton Sheen, of course, because he was on the television. He himself won some Academy Awards for his program, Life is Worth Living, and uh, was very popular among people. There was and still is a cause for his canonization. Many regard him as a holy man. And so I thought that as Valentine's Day is coming up, it would be great to talk about the marriage of Joseph and Mary, especially. And uh, I thought Alexis, having a great knowledge of Fulton Sheen from that writing that book, putting it together, would be a great guest for us. And one of the books of Fulton Sheen actually is called Three to Get Married, in which he really expounds on this idea of the fact that not only do husband and wife, the two flesh, the two become one, but also then the invitation of having God in your marriage. Have you taken a look at um, at, at that work, Three to Get Married? And I know maybe it doesn't necessarily relate to our conversation about St. Joseph, but you know, can you just give a brief synopsis, overview of, of uh, Three to Get Married? Three to Get Married was actually the beginning seed of inspiration for me uh, all, so many years later, discovering Three to Get Married to put together Fulton J. Sheen. I was on my way to work for a bishop and I had never had that experience before. I also praying for the vocation of marriage like so many other Catholics. And I found Three to Get Married in a Pauline book center um, in the suburbs of Boston. And I was amazed because I had never really read other than John Paul II's Theology of the Body, which was slowly getting a drip into the church. Um, I had never read anything so pastorally beautiful about marriage and really who we're called to be in living out that sacrament for those that are called to marriage. It's beautiful. And so I think you're okay with me sharing this. I see you tweet about it or share about it on Instagram, but here you are, you're still looking for that person. You're looking for the other one to get married to. So then you, you could have the three to get married. And so Sheen, that this might happen, uh, pray especially through the intercession of Mary and Joseph, that, that that might come to be. Thank you, Father. So, yes. <laughs> pray for that yeah. man. Pray for me. It's interesting that that's the book that drew you in, you know, to Fulton Sheen. And and here you are still waiting. But we know that God is faithful and God will uh, he will come through. And so so I know that you pray for that future spouse and, and God will bring him into your life uh, when, when the time is right. I figure the longer the wait, the better he'll be. That's, uh, you know, and three to get married was really manifesting uh, but I felt like Bishop Sheen was the one breaking in to say, I'm going to I'm going to help you from heaven to really um, not only bring the person, but to make you the person that you're called to be in service of another. And so how many of us really give that kind of weight and consideration to our vocation? You, Father, had to put a lot of time into your vocational preparation. And I would encourage anyone listening to this podcast to consider that we need to prepare all the time as we go toward whatever it is that God's calling us to. 
You know, and for the Blessed Virgin, she actually believed, you know, she thought, I've made this vow of virginity. I want to remain a virgin forever. And then, well, God comes in and she's betrothed to Joseph. They make this vow of virginity together in their marriage. And now she's with child. It's going to be the virgin birth. And we talk about three to get married. And well, we look at Joseph and Mary and the role of God. Mary becomes the spouse of the Holy Spirit. So there you have the third person of the Blessed Trinity right there in the marriage of Joseph and Mary, so intimately connected there. And, uh, you know, Fulton Sheen wrote a book called uh, The World's First Love. It's his book about the Blessed Mother. And his chapter about Joseph, and or which incorporates Joseph, is actually called The World's Happiest Marriage. What can learn from this happiest marriage? How was it so happy, according to Fulton Sheen? Well, they, the happiest marriage was really because Christ was dwelt so much within them. I mean, Mary, who was um, conceived without sin, and uh, the spouse of, of such a one that would be the mother of Christ was being prepared uh, in such a way um, in the Jewish tradition. And it's incredible, Fulton Sheen's wisdom you know, there's three to get married that really talks about the love of a man and a woman in, in today's contemporary world. And then we see the model of this love, which was perfect. They had the perfect love of Christ. And so um, in studying for this for this little podcast conversation, there was just so much beautiful wisdom. Uh, it's And it's so packed, so dense. Um, so Here's what Bishop Sheen says a little bit. First, then, we will inquire why there should have been a marriage at all, since both Mary and Joseph had taken the vow of virginity, and secondly, seek to understand the character of Joseph himself. The first reason for the espousal was that it kept the Blessed Mother covered with honor until the time came for her to reveal the virgin birth. And then he goes on to say... Um, the reputation of the Blessed Mother was was conserved. If Mary had become a mother without a spouse, it would have exposed the mystery of Christ's birth to ridicule and would have become a scandal to the weak. A second reason for the marriage was that Joseph could bear witness to the purity of Mary. He's a, he becomes a witness to her perpetual virginity. Hmm. Uh, it's incredible just to ponder that alone. How do you think the marriage of Joseph and Mary can inform marriages today? Well, I think that, you know, um, in living out the teaching of the Catholic Church and we're, you know, depending upon where we are in our expression of faith, um, in our journey, um, some of us are living in the midst of our vocation and some are waiting for it. So we're all called to chastity. Um, we're called to celibacy and priesthood and religious life and celibacy as we wait uh, for the vocation of marriage. These are things that are completely adverse to what the culture is pummeling uh, young Catholics with today. And so um, we look at the tradition of, of Joseph and Mary in the way that they loved and sacrificed for each other, and we can harness the grace that they had in their perpetual virginity. If they were able to surrender that uh, out of service and love for Jesus, they can obtain that for those of us that need to have those virtues in the waiting or the living out of our vocation. I think in some marriages, there's lots of worries, there's fears about, and this can happen in any way. It could be, you know, worry about how are we going to make ends meet, worry about um, is this the right job or are we in the right location? So how 
how do we overcome worry or how did St. Joseph, he must've had some worries too. You know, I got to go to Bethlehem. I got to go into Egypt. <laughs> and and uh, how do we address worry in, in marriage? Yeah, I mean, I think um, Joseph teaches us to um, listen for the word of God, to receive it and then to act on it. Um, he's an unbelievable, I mean, there's a lot of jokes, you know, in the Catholic world when talking about Joseph, about how quiet he was and how, you know, he's even not so much in the gospels, the, the silence, but, uh, that faith, that silence, the ability to hear and receive, and then to act because Joseph was a man of action. Um, when, when the angel appeared to him and instructed him, he, he didn't question it. He got up and he did as, as heaven was calling him to. Um, Fulton Sheen says, Joseph's worries were overcome by a revelation of the dignity of Christ's virgin birth and of the nature of his mission, which was to save us from our sins. And I think what I, what I take away from that, I mean, there's a lot, but I mean, if we're really praying and we're hearing and receiving from Christ, we can lay our fears down. If we have the answer through what God is trying to say to us, if we know the will of God, we can act on it better. And so Joseph is really an example, I think, for knowing the will of God and then acting on it. Definitely. And, um, you know, I guess for yourself, what inspiration do you take away from St. Joseph? Well, I love, um, I from a very young age, I really had a strong devotion to St. Joseph. And I studied a little bit from some of the apocryphal gospels as well um, in the glories of St. Joseph. I, what I love about him is that he's a, pro, a provider, a protector, and a prayer warrior. You know, he, he was set apart. Um, there wasn't a question for Mary about, you know, could it be this person or that person? There was one particular person that was called from, from all time, destined to be the foster father of Jesus and to be her spouse. And I think, you know, as a young woman who aspires to marriage, you know, we can say, you know, there is a person and there is someone being prepared. We can take some of the parallels at a, at a smaller level and say, you know, how can we have a share of what Joseph and Mary had and lived out and take that and make it our own? Yeah, you know, I'm going back to some of these titles of St. Joseph in my mind. And so, you know, one of the titles is the Guardian of the Virgin. And so, in a sense, just I'm thinking about your own life story, still waiting for the knight in shining armor. But but really, St. Joseph is guarding you right now, waiting. And, uh, you know, we turn to his intercession for lots of things. Why not turn to his intercession to find love? And uh, yeah, there's the you mentioned the apocryphal Gospels. How is it that Joseph became the spouse of Mary? Well, according to the Proto-Evangelium of James, Mary was this temple the All the eligible men, I guess you could say, were coming to be see if they were the ones. And they knew something was special about Mary. Of course, we know she was immaculately conceived. God did this for her. And so there they are, all these people, and they pass around a staff. And when it comes to Joseph, it flowers into a lily. And so they yeah. know, well, this is supposed to be the virgin spouse. And, and you know, that's kind of an interesting story. Maybe, you know, we think of how is it that we ask St. Joseph's intercession? Well, people say, oh, I need to sell my house. I am struggling with my finances. I, whatever it might be, but why not, why not for young men and women turn to St. Joseph uh, and ask that, ask him for his intercession to find a spouse? Yeah. And I, I love that part of the apocryphal gospels because I just love the fact that 
you know, when we connect with heaven, heaven speaks and the, the sign being the lily, you know, is incredible. And aren't we all looking for a sign? We're looking for different signs and for God to communicate to us exactly what you said, Father. Am I making the right decision? Is this man a worthy man to pursue in prayer as someone to consider to be a lifelong spouse? I mean, I believe that God communicates in that way. I pray to St. Joseph for my future spouse, um, that he would be covered in the mantle, the cloak of St. Joseph, that he would be Yeah, totally that's a devotion. Uh, all the benefits and the virtues contained in that holy cloak, that he would have the purity of St. Joseph, that he would have the intentionality of St. Joseph, that he would have the mission of St. Joseph as a provider and a protector and a custodian of of um, me and, and also of the things of Christ, you know, so that he would be about the things of heaven, that he would be uh, have the virtue of work because St. Joseph is also an incredible model um, as, as a worker and as someone who is, is a representative of the missionary work of the church. Um, so anyway, I mean, I think anyone listening to this, um, to, to lean on St. Joseph, St. Therese of Avila was so amazing how she had this fierce devotion to St. Joseph and she wanted to persuade everyone to go straight to him, that yeah. some saints have some ability in some areas and Joseph has them all. I mean, when you think about it, you want a spouse that loves the church. St. Joseph is the patron of the universal church. You want a spouse that lives out all the tenets of the faith. Ask Joseph to prepare that man to live that life uh, totally connected and dedicated to the church and fidelity. And all the other things are, you know, secondary, the character of a man and the work ethic of a man and, and all those other things, you know? Yeah, you know, we're talking about St. Joseph here in this and I think, you know, for, for married men and women already, well, maybe spouses, wives, pray to your, pray to St. Joseph for your husband, you know, for, for the very things that you just mentioned. Uh, if you see a struggle that you're facing, well, maybe entrust him to the foster father of Jesus. Uh, husbands, you know, pray to St. Joseph that you might have character, that you might, um, that you might be a worthy defender and guardian of your wife, you know? So, so I think anybody really can turn to the intercession of St. Joseph and really that's, that's what, uh, Fulton Sheen, uh, brings out now talking about families. And, uh, this is what Sheen says. He says, married couples ought to say the rosary together each night for their common prayers, more than the separate prayers of each. When the child comes, they should say it before the crib as St. Joseph and Mary prayed there. In this earthly trinity of child, mother, and foster father, there were not two hearts with but a single thought, but one great heart into which the other two poured themselves out as confident streams. But for families to pray together, and I really love that image of, of uh, you know, I know lots of young, young couples having babies. Dream what a beautiful sentiment. Never would have considered that. Never would have recommended that until encountering that in Fulton Sheen uh, in our conversation today. So uh, there's so much there. And during this year of St. Joseph, we continue to unpack the riches of St. Joseph. And as the secular world celebrates St. Valentine's Day, why not look to the Holy Family, to Mary and Joseph, to inform your own marriage and uh, to ask their prayers. And so, Alexis, if you don't mind, I'd like to invite you to pray the litany of St. Joseph with me as we bring the cup of St. Joe for today to a close. I would love to. And so I'll lead and you'll respond. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, hear us. Christ, graciously hear us. God, the Father of heaven. Hear us. God, the Son, Redeemer of the world. Hear us. God, the Holy Spirit. Hear us. Holy Trinity, one God. Hear us. Holy Mary. Pray for us. Saint Joseph. Pray for us. Noble offspring of David. Pray for us. Light of patriarchs. Pray for us. Spouse of the mother of God. Pray for us. Chaste guardian of the virgin. Pray for us. Foster father of the son of God. Pray for us. Zealous defender of Christ. Pray for us. Head of the holy family. Pray for us. Joseph most just. Pray for us. Joseph most chaste. Pray for us. Joseph most prudent. Pray for us. Joseph most courageous. Pray for us. Joseph most obedient. Pray for us. Joseph most faithful. Pray for us. Mirror of patience. Pray for us. Lover of poverty. Pray for us. Model of workmen. Pray for us. Glory of domestic life. Pray for us. Guardian of virgins. Pray for us. Pillar of families. Pray for us. Comfort of the afflicted. Pray for us. Hope of the sick. Pray for us. Patron of the dying. Pray for us. Fair of demons. Pray for us. Protector of holy church. Pray for us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. He has made him Lord of his household and prince over all his possessions. Let us pray. O God, who in your loving providence chose blessed Joseph to be the spouse of your most holy mother, grant us the favor of having him for our intercessor in heaven, whom on earth we venerate as our protector, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I, I'd like to thank you, Alexis, for joining me today. Of course, I, I mentioned you're an Emmy Award winning uh, individual for your journalism. And uh, you wrote that book, uh, Fulton J. Sheen, Ex Libris from the Pauline Sisters. But if people want to learn more about you, how can they do that as well? Sure. You can find me on Twitter at Walkenstein. And I have a blog called Lexicali Blog. It's lexicaliblog.com. And I have a new book coming by Pauline Media as well. The working title is Valley Girl, and that'll be coming sometime this year. Any other exciting projects or movies that you're working on these days? Working on um, the beautiful film that you saw, Father, Pray the Story of Patrick Payton. And I have something really big coming uh, for the end of the year that I can't announce yet. But if you like this topic, you will like the project. So I will... You must sure to- be doing... A- <laughs> I'm teasing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe marriage. It could be about marriage. Maybe it's about St. Joseph. You never maybe know. Maybe I'm getting so married. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe that too. Well, very good. Well, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it so much. And Thank I you. hope next week you'll join us again for another cup of St. Joe as we serve up an espresso shot of teaching and devotion to St. Joseph during Pope Francis's year of St. Joseph. We'll see you next Wednesday. God bless.